to the Heads Up Podcast. I am Jason Rogers, the head of school of Rundle College Society, and I'll be your host for this season's episode. With each new podcast, we hope to explore interesting topics relating to Rundle College student, faculty, and parent life. This season, you'll hear interviews with faculty, parents, alumni, students, and educational experts. Each episode will aim to provide an insight and context to the happenings in and around our community. Thank you for joining me and everybody in the Rumble College Society on this journey, and I hope you enjoy this Rumble experience. Welcome back to the Heads Up Podcast. Today I've got the great fortune of being at Rundle Academy, uh, undoubtedly my favorite school in the world, having spent 15 years here myself, and I get to spend it with uh, three junior high students from Rundle Academy, and they get to ask anything today. So it's really exciting, uh, a little bit concerning, you know, giving the mic over to junior high students, but I'm a junior high teacher, so I'm going to take the chance. Um, so I can't wait to hear what they have to ask and get on with the conversation. But before we get started, I'm going to have them introduce themselves to you. They're going to say their name, their grade, and who their homeroom teacher here is at Rundle Academy. You guys all set? Yes. Okay, let's do this. Start here. My name is Munro MacArthur. I'm in grade 7, and my homeroom teacher is Mr. Wolf. Thank you, Monroe. Hi, I'm Kate. I'm in grade nine, and my homeroom teacher is Miss VC. Kate, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, I'm Rachel. Um, I'm in grade eight, and my homeroom teacher is Miss Adams. Cool. Okay, awesome. Let's get right into it. Uh, hopefully, this will be a bit of a conversation to hear from all three, Monroe, uh, Kate, and Rachel, throughout the show. Uh, Monroe, why don't we start with uh, your question? What, what's your question today? Okay. What has been the hardest challenge um, for you to overcome and fix here at Rundle, as you being the headmaster? Thank you. Um, uh, this is uh, like a clearly very challenging question because we've got a really good program. I think Rundle Academy has been the best program in the city for a long time, and Rundle College the same. Both have excellent programs who meet different needs, and so I see it a little bit differently, Monroe. It's like. Um, how do we continue to have our programs improve? Okay. You know, because we've already established a really strong program, but it's not okay just to sit and not improve a program uh, because you are really good. And so I think my biggest challenge has been finding innovative ways that help the program continue to achieve excellence. And so things like um, creating our value statement of together, be kind, be curious, be well, and bringing those values into our classroom and into our hallways and into our actions has been a huge um, advantage for the school because I think it really accentuates character education, which we believe in. And we see that in things like the headmaster's list where we've gone from having an honor roll that just honors grades to a headmaster's list that honors our values as well. And so continuous improvement of an already excellent program I think is the biggest challenge I've faced in my time as head. Okay. All right. Monroe, I've got a question for you. Okay. What do you think is is the one thing that could be improved at the Academy program? Like if you if you had a magic wand, what would you just improve right now? If I had a magic wand, what would I improve? I would say I think we don't have enough typing 
right. learning. Right. Because I am quite slow at typing, and mm-hmm. I think I'd like to improve that with a good program, um, a good program we learn in the classrooms. Excellent. And so, because in the real world, when we leave Rundle and get our own jobs, we're generally going to be writing on computers. Mm-hmm. And so I think uh, writing speed and little errors is a thing we need to improve on. Excellent, Monroe. I think that's something we could totally do. And I think like those tactical skills are really important because we don't necessarily handwrite all that often anymore, do we? No. No, so I think that's excellent. Thank you, Monroe. Thank you. That's really helpful. Cool. Cool, hey? Yeah, there we go. We're changing the world right yeah. here. Yeah. All right, let's do it. Uh, Kate, why don't you hit me with your question? So, why did you decide to become a teacher? Yeah, so um, I, when I was a kid, my parents were in education, and my parents' friends always would come over, and they knew my dad was a teacher, and they'd say, you know, Jason, you're going to be just like your dad. You're going to be a teacher. And I remember thinking to myself, I will never be a teacher. I don't want to be a teacher like my dad is. I want to do something different. So initially, I decided to be a chemist. So I went to university for chemistry. Then I went into business. Then I went into uh, an English degree. And then finally decided education was maybe the thing for me. And so then when I went into education, it just realized that it came quite easily to me. And I think it's got a lot to do with uh, being around my dad and my mom when I was growing up who were in education. And so there was a time while I was in university that I decided, you know, education was my passion and I would pursue it. And then I threw myself into it. Um, and then I just knew that it was the best job in the world. I took a couple classes in a thing called Education of Exceptional Children at the University of Saskatchewan and decided that not only did I learn that other people learn differently, but I learned that I learned differently as well. And I discovered that I had a reading disability, which had gone relatively undiagnosed my whole life. And it became a bit of my mission in life to help students who learn differently to have success in learning. And that's where a lot of our work at the academy started. You know, 20 years ago, um, when many of us were building this program, we were thinking about how do we help kids reach their potential. And so... Um, that's the whole background and so it's never too late to decide that you want to do something right and I was definitely in my 20s when I decided I wanted to be a teacher so that's really cool yeah so it really helped out also um, what university did you go to and why thank you yeah um, it's funny you ask because when I grew up there was no internet if you can believe that Wow. yeah it's amazing right yeah (laughs) (laughs) like I'm really old and so no internet no ability to really research a bunch of options. So I grew up in Saskatchewan, and we knew of two universities in Saskatchewan that were pretty good, University of Regina and University of Saskatchewan. Mm-hmm. And then we also knew University of Calgary and University of Brandon. And those were the only universities we ever thought about going to for my high school. And we didn't have the option to go to Google and punch in, like, top Canadian universities and figure out where to go. Um, but at the end of the day, I went to the University of Saskatchewan um, because I liked what they are doing in their education program. And I'm really happy I did. I thought the program was really great and gave lots of opportunities for internships and great professional connections. Um, Then when I finished there, I did a post-grad diploma in uh, education of of exceptional children at the U of S. Did my master's at University of Calgary. And that was just because I was in Calgary. I wanted to do my master's degree. And that is also a great education program. And now I'm doing my doctorate at the University of Calgary as well. And so, like, lifelong learning is important to me, and I love being at university, and I can't wait for you guys to get to university and experience that for yourselves. Cool. Yeah. Now, for, for the panel, I'll pa- pa- pass it back to you. What are you guys thinking about? What do you want to be when you're 
when you grew up and why. So let's we'll start with you, Kate, and then we'll just go down. I'll get to Rachel and well the rest. I kind of want to be a lawyer because I love to read and I love to help people. Yeah. My family, um, lots of them are nurses and doctors. Yeah. So they help people, but I love biology, but I don't really like um, touching or figuring yeah. that kind of stuff. I was out. the same way, totally. <laughs> So I'd rather help people out with their issues. So I think a lawyer would be the best option for me. Mm -hmm. um, I was looking at other schools and they had like a law program. So I think that'd be really cool to have a law program here at Rundle. No kidding, yeah. If that would be like something we could do, like Monroe's question. Kate, I love that. Yeah. And I think, uh, you know, an interesting thing, whether you guys know it or not, we're doing a thing called Global Online Academy mm -hmm. at the college program. And they offer lots of different programs like abnormal psychology or introduction to law or yeah, medical sciences. Cool. And you get to explore them. Mm -hmm. So when you go to university like me, I wanted to be a chemist because I thought it, I was good at chemistry and I thought it sounded like a neat job. But I never had any real experience. When I got to university and was in a lab, I decided that wasn't my passion. Mm -hmm. But this allows real life opportunities in your high school years exactly. to figure out what you want to do. So that's yeah. so cool. Maybe that, along with typing, you know, Monroe's suggestion is. We could, we could maybe look at Global Online Academy for your high school years while you're here at Arundel mm. Academy, too. Yes. That's awesome, Kate. Nice one. Thank um, you. Rachel, what about you? Um, well, I really want to be an orthopedic surgeon. Wow, that's a mouthful. Yeah. <laughs> I, um, I don't know. I kind of like the medical kind of thing. Yeah. And, um, or like a physio or something like that to like help people. Mm -hmm. And I like science and... I like math. Math is good. Right on. You know, I kind of like everything. Like, so, you know, I'm open to all, everything. Whatever comes your way, right? Yeah. Just ready. And I think, yeah, <laughs> I, think, <laughs> I think that's a really great way to be because, uh, you know, life, we know that, um, what we know is that 70% of kids who go into university graduate with a degree different than what they went in for. Oh, wow. So, like me, I went in for chemistry and came out with an education degree. Mm -hmm. um, but that's 70% of people's experience. So I think being open to changing your path throughout is really an important attribute for success. So I really congratulate you in that thinking, Rachel. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, no problem. Monroe, what about you? I think I'd like to be an engineer of some sort. Yeah. Because I like to work with my hands and build stuff. I like to figure out problems like... Just uh, two nights ago, I fixed my toilet in my house. <laughs> Good for you. Wow. Uh, I figured out how to fix it and Handy started man. flushing again. It's <laughs> cool. It's exactly it, right? Like, I think that's how and we I, I like sanding down chairs and fixing everything. I just like to learn. I like to kind of problem solve when I'm doing something. And I think you hit on something really important, Monroe, is like, um, really being able to recognize in yourself what brings you like joy ultimately uh -huh. you know and so yes. fixing things taking things apart and putting them back together and fix them brings you joy in that moment you find they call it like a state of flow where um, you lose time like you know you might work on something for like three hours but it feels like you've worked on it for 15 minutes that's a, a psychological thing called a state of flow and so if you can find what gives you a state of flow you're likely to be really good at that job in the long term so um, for instance, when you're talking about sanding down a chair and fixing a chair, taking something apart and putting it back together, that's a pretty good ind indication of what's going to bring you joy when you're older. So that's yeah. really cool, Monroe. Well done. Thank you. Cool. Okay, um, Rachel, what's your question? So my question was, 
Um, how could you make Rundle Academy or like the Rundle Society better? Although it's already really great, mm -hmm. but for the following groups, please go to the like um, just what you could think, like just make better continuous improvement. How yeah. do we do continuous improvement? Mm -hmm. um, for me, it always comes back to the student experience, and so we always have to be thinking about. What do students need in education to be successful and to reach their potential? And I think one of the biggest challenges today is that, you know, I mentioned the internet wasn't around when I was in high school. Yeah. Well, the inter internet's around now and technology is evolving really quickly. And so trying to determine what are the skills and attributes that kids need to be successful 10 years from now or 20 years from now and try to start to instill some of those things. And so for, for me, when we talk about continuing to help Rundle improve, it's working on those human capacities of collaboration, um, communication, uh, character, like you all mentioned, you want to help people out in your careers, that that's really important. And so how do we instill those values into our education so that when you leave Rundle Academy, uh, you're prepared to lead in the field that you choose? You know, I think leadership is a, is a uniquely human attribute that um, is too often undervalued. So we want you to be able to leave, and whether you're an orthopedic surgeon or an engineer, we want you to know what the capacity, the human capacity to lead and be strong as a team, what those are. And so uh, my focus is a lot in leadership for kids, um, because I think that's the best gift we can give you beyond the excellent academic preparation that you that you receive. So that's that's where I'm thinking about school improvement. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Um, what about, what could, and so like I asked Monroe the impossible magic wand question, uh, and I've given you guys a little bit of time to think about it. Um, Kate and Rachel, why don't you answer the question? If you had a magic wand and you're going to make Rundle Academy a better place to be, what would you, what would you do? Well, the community is great here, but it's such a small school, so yeah. sometimes people get on your nerves a yeah. bit, you know. So I think we could have maybe a club or something where you could go and like talk about what you're going through maybe. Right. You yeah. Know, I don't know, something like that. Cool. I think that's a I think it's an excellent idea. Um mm -hmm. I have a question for you too, just to follow up on that, is like we talk about being small as being really important and our classes are really small yeah. here at Rundle Academy. But w would you would you value more students in the program? Mm. I love that um, the teachers help you a lot in your classroom, like to with your work, and you get good grades. But sometimes your friends, like we were in the gym and we were like looking at people and they were doing some weird stuff, and you're like, yeah. oh, this is our school. Yeah, yeah, and there's <laughs> so, not many other kids, right? Exactly. Yeah, so you'd value a, maybe a slightly larger student body. Yeah. Like, keep like, the small class sizes, yeah. but bring in more yeah, students. Exactly. I got you, Kate. That's uh -huh. that's good. Really good feedback. Mm -hmm. I really value that. That's really cool. Yeah. R Rachel, you had, a, you had a comment around that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Although, like, the small classes are, like, really nice. Yeah. And how you can, like, get teachers' help. But I think if you, like, add, like, I don't know, like, five more kids in each grade, which yeah. might seem like a lot but if you think about it because they'll get separated because like each like science yep. was three teachers so like five like just split in so it's like not even that many more kids if mm -hmm. you think about it but you still have like more variety of like I don't know like friends yep. and 
like social life because like if you're in high school there's like so many kids there's like thousands of kids so like you're you're gonna find somebody that you like totally but here like I don't know how many people are in our group, but like tw- thirty. Yeah, thirty. Yeah. I've been so, yeah, I've been with the same people since grade five. Yeah, yeah, I've been with like most of them since grade four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like we're kind of just like we aren't getting mad at each other, yeah. but it's just like it's a long time together. Yeah, for sure. it is. Yeah, and I think you guys would be happy and relieved to know that um, this isn't new actually, and we're really thinking about how we can help in that area mm-hmm. for a couple reasons. One, I think it's good for a social dynamic. But two, I think there's a lot of kids in our community who could really benefit from a program like Rundle Academy. Yeah. yeah. Right? And it's like, for me, I think about how do we help as many kids as we can? Like, with because like, I would have really benefited from Rundle Academy going through school. Um, I think you guys all benefit from Rundle Academy yeah, going through yeah, school. Yeah. And so I think about how do we help more kids? Yeah, like, I know some, like, because my mom's like, you should, like, check out Rundle Academy, and they just, like, never make it in. So. Yeah. It's kind of like sad on their behalf because yeah. like, they see the school and they're like, "Oh my gosh, like this is so amazing! Like yeah. I need to get my child in here." But then like every year they're like, "Oh, yeah, okay, you, yeah, maybe next year." But like, yeah, if we had more space, then we could alleviate some of that. Yeah, uh-huh. and yeah, that's awesome. Kate, do you have a thought? I don't know. I think that's what Rachel and I touched on. Is yeah. just. We would want more kids, but keep the same class size. You got it. I love it. But can they go hand in hand? Can more kids and the same classrooms, can that work? Because if we were going to have a bigger class size, a bigger, more... Student population. Students in the school, would we have to bring on more teachers? Yeah, and I think, you know... And And then would you have to have a bigger space? You got it. And all these things go hand in hand. And I think what's most important to me, for all of you to know, is like, I think we have a really great culture at Rundle Academy. Yeah, yeah. Right? Student teach culture is really strong. It's a great place to be. You feel it when you walk in. It's It's a nice place to be. And so no matter what, whether we add more students, more teachers, build new spaces potentially, um, we have to defend our culture more than anything and make sure that, like, it's still a great place to be in spite of having 10, 20, 30 more kids in the program or having, you know, more spaces or more teachers. And so culture to me is what I say to our teachers all the time and to our parents is like, yeah, culture comes first. Let's make sure we get that right before we do anything else. And so Uh Monroe, that's to your point, I think. And uh, I feel like it's kind of it's it's kind of nice having this small community because I I I know everyone like the first few weeks you're like what's his name again <laughs> uh, but after that is it Rachel or Rochelle you know those kind of questions <laughs> um, but after your first few weeks here it's you kind of just know everyone. Yeah. Like, there's a few people in grade 9 I'm still iffy with names, but I feel like if this was in a public school, I would have no idea anyone in grade yeah. 9. Maybe right. in grade 8, I wouldn't know anyone. Probably not even, like, your grade. Yeah. Oh, like. And they're so big, um, and it's our, it's a nice community that we have, and everyone just has a, a pride. Yeah. They're proud of their school. They're proud of the little badge on their blazer. Yeah, I think that's I think that's excellent, Monroe, and I think that's a really appropriate space to to end our podcast today. Um, so I'd like to take a moment and thank the three of you. This was a really fun podcast. I could see us, you know, sitting down and doing this again and really uh, really digging into some of these topics. Yeah. So thank you for taking some time today to be with me, and I hope uh, 
our listeners out there really enjoy your input. Well, thank you for thank you. Yeah, yeah that was awesome. Let's experience. uh, yeah, let's make a plan to do it again. That was really fun. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Have a great day, you guys. Thank you. you.